Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. Yeah, I'm going to make some noise. I'll push past the pain and my wounded pride. I'm going to live it up. Yeah, stay out all night. But sure, I've had some better times. And I can't count all the tears I've cried. Are we going live on the radio? Um, hang on. Recording is going. Recording is going. We are live on the radio. Oh, we are? Yeah, so all those stories you just told me about all your deep, dark sexual fantasies, everybody heard every word. But I have a question. At noon, the... Oh, yeah. Is that going to cut into our podcast? Or it our- probably will. I guess like in four minutes, it's going to cut in and just all of a sudden... I, I think it does, because at noon, the salute to veterans happens, so I guess it would preempt us. Well, I don't know. I don't know I, if it'll interrupt a live. I'm just telling you. We'll have to I see. I have no idea if it's going to interrupt a live. For, I guess someone will have to tell us. Do people see. know that we're on Well, I, I sent a message on Patreon, just said, hey, we're going live for a few minutes, but... So we don't know how many people are yeah. out there in the world. Two. <laughs> Hello, Radioland. <laughs> There'll be two people listening, I'm this sure. This is Gen X Mom. And Gen X Dad, the general at Gen X Talks. We are a couple com. days late on the podcast. Yeah. And whose fault is that? Probably mine. It's always me. Well, my it's not always your fault, but I do always blame you, that's for sure. Yeah. But I wasn't feeling well this week. This week, yeah, I would say this week you were not we had it close. We got really close. You know, you know what are you gonna yell at me about not doing the intro if I just start talking? Oh yeah, go do the intro. Welcome to KGXT Studios, uh KGXT Radio. Wait a minute. It's Gen X Talks Podcast on the Okay, so Gen X Talk, welcome to the Gen X Talks Podcast on KGXT Radio. Broadcasting from the KGXT Studios, two hundred feet below occupied California. Wow, you really Messed that up. I was trying to think of it. I'm going, I had to, I had to, I just had to put thought bubbles for the, when they, when they watch the video version of this, they're going to see me looking it up going, okay, wait, I got to say this first, then that. Does it mess you up that we're on the radio too? Like, is that the thing? Like you want to encompass everything from the podcast to. I'm probably going to say, yeah, that, that, yeah, it probably does because. Normally, I used to just say, you know, hey, Gen X Talks podcast from the KGXT studios. Live. Yeah, live. But then I have to add that it's also simulcast. So I don't know. Maybe that is messing me up a little bit. I'm not sure. So you think we'll have more listeners on a Saturday or during the week? Oh, not zero on a Saturday. No one's going to. Everybody's uh, doing life. Well, yeah, they're going to be doing stuff. And I mean, it's one thing to put on you know, some cool music in the background while you're cleaning out your garage, because it's a nice day today. We should all be outside doing something. It depends on where you live. Yeah, well, it's a nice <laughs> day here, but then to just all of a sudden you're listening to cool music and then we start talking, yeah, I'm going to say they're going to switch over to um, their regular radio. Can I rub in the weather today? It's supposed to be 73 here and sunny. Well, I might have to get a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to put a coat on. Oh, I haven't had a jacket on all morning. I'm just like, yeah. All right. So why? So it's noon here. Yeah. In Los sunny, Angeles time, sunny California right now. All right. So tell. 
I wasn't what? feeling well this week. I'm sorry. I apologize that the podcast was late. Now, but go ahead. My Dr. McDreamy and Marcy Zavala came to my rescue. Yeah. Uh, the first thing they said was get back on the diet because you know you went off the rails a little bit. No, that wasn't the first thing they said. We knew it was due to the medication, the new medication that I'm on, because this is the second time it's happened, but it got worse. And um, so that was the first thing they said. And then we went through the whole checklist, like, hey, have you been following the diet? Yeah. Have you been taking the medication on time? You know, all well, the checklists th- through the whole thing. And so. this was different. And I'm going to give the plug for MarcyZavala.com, like we always do. Uh, your pain level has been getting better and better and better all the time. This was a migraine. Oh, yeah. This, this was-, was not the typical. This was not. This was not a step backwards in Marcy's program. No. This was them beginning to balance out your hormones yes. a little bit. Man, I have never, I haven't seen you. I'll be honest. I don't think you've had a headache that intense for that long since you, we were 20 years ago when we were younger. Well, that's what's funny. Uh, Dr. McDreamy goes, you're going to be like you're 20 again and 30. I'm thinking, when they yay, fix your the hormones? good stuff. Yeah, okay. the good stuff, but no, I got the bad stuff. <laughs> That's oh, why so, I teased him. So he's correcting like, your hormones. They're going to make you just like you were when you were 25 again. So in my head, I'm like, ooh, yeah, yeah. that sounds great. But no, I got the bad <laughs> stuff. The bad stuff, the cramping, the headaches. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, this wasn't what I expected. So I was going for good instead well, of not. But it's okay. Um, I've learned that the hormone thing, there's a lot of trial and error in in any doctor doing this. Oh, but you have to remember everybody's different. Every woman is different. Every woman goes through hormonal imbalances of a woman does it when they're pregnant. A woman does it in each stage of their life. Um, and I'm coming up from some of the stuff being practically zero. So we're going from nothing to something and it's just going to take a little bit of adjusting and that's what's happening. And the only thing I can tell people is I am blessed to have a person that a doctor that I could call right away and go, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. And keeping a track and a book of how I'm feeling. And you don't because, have to make an appointment to go in. No, and, and just so you know, last month I kinda had the same headache. And I'm not gonna say he blew me off, but he was like, Oh, it's probably a tension headache. He didn't go right to the hormones, which is no. fine. That's yeah. okay. I was like, Okay, you're probably right. Had a lot going on. But then when the same situation happens the second time, almost exactly to the day, coincidence. mm, And worse, getting worse. Yeah, it got worse. So then we really talked about it and that's when we realized, yeah, it's probably hormonal. And so having conversations with both of them, I was on a call with both of them and we were adjusting some things and um, we did. And then the next day I had a slight headache coming on but he had prepped me for that. So I had started taking yeah. medication to stop the pain and I, you know, took my, one, I rested and then it went away. So one of the things that I liked was that when you first contacted him and said, okay, this is the second week it's coming on. You didn't call him the first hour that you got a headache. You, you let it go a couple of days trying to, trying to get it to go away. He told you exactly what to get for, a, for a headache medicine. Yes. Now, this is one of the benefits to being on MarcyZavala.com's program is that on the nutrition side and Dr. Matrimi on the medical side, he said, go get Excedrin migraine. He, did, he knew right away what was going to work with right. the medications you were already taking. Yes. He didn't say, go get Advil. He didn't say, get ibuprofen. He didn't say, get Tylenol. He didn't say, go get a prescription medicine. No, no, no. He knew exactly where you were, 
Once you took that, you were up and moving in an hour. Yes, I did. It was a. It was like, wow, this is crazy. I felt so much better. So now that's in our medicine cabinet. Well, this is one of the good so. things about having him dialed in. He knows, they both know, what medications you're on, what your diet is, and they know what's not going to be counterproductive. I thought that was pretty cool. He's like, no, no, because we had some headache medication in the house. He goes, no this. Yes. All right. We got that. And I trust him. I trust him completely. And I trust Marcy. And with being on the call with both of them, first it was texting. And then they called me later after they sat and talked about it and stuff. And then they started asking me some more questions by text. And then we had a phone call. So having them as a team is great. It's fabulous. It's just, I I keep telling you guys, I I appreciate that. that. I I know. I know we get $5 every time we say marciesavala.com, <laughs> but I'm not kidding when I tell you guys that the, the, the pain you're going through in life has an answer. You're just not listening. So if you're not going to listen to your own body, you're not going to listen to your own doctor, you can listen to the progress of Gen X Mom and the team of marcyanddamonzavala.com. Yeah, Marcy can Zavala. I plug one more thing? I am one that... Never bothers a doctor for anything. I think I go through life. I've done it ever since I I survived cancer and chemo and said, okay, I will work on this. I've never been one to lean on my doctor as much as I'm I'm learning to lean on them, I want to say. You've been the girl that toughs it out. Yeah, I want to tough it out, but I know how busy they are. And I'm like, I don't want to be that person that's always texting. And they're my friends. Like, I I still wouldn't want to bug them, but they are there for me he told me both of them have told me if i if i need them to just text them and it's like that is so awesome i know but you still don't bother him you're very you tough things out way longer than i think you should have sometimes (laughs) before you bother calling and that's good but we keep telling you guys so there's your plug i'm you just you literally (laughs) marcizavala.com you're one click away from having your life change if you just want to sit there and be miserable that's on you yeah if you add marcy then you get a little extra doctor on the side get a a little get marcy zavala with a side order of dr mcdreamy there you go that's a good one i like that That that's a good little plug he's a side dish is he not (laughs) marcy is the main dish and she he's the side dish all right all right well yeah the podcast is really late it's all your fault and uh, you're a horrible person and you should feel terrible for the rest of your life there now we got that out of the way (laughs) okay well good but it didn't stop me from going and getting well this is okay (laughs) i knew you're gonna bring this up look you know you hey it's that time of the year she had pumped herself up my wife She's like, okay, I can do the podcast. We can do it on time. We can get this done. This is Thursday. And the kid texted me. She goes, let me take my medicine. Let me get a shower. Let me. So she's now. You know what? You guys know what this is like. You guys know when you take your medications, you take some pills, and you take a shower. You get changed. You know you're good for a couple hours before you start feeling bad. You can, you can prop yourself up to function to go do something. So she said, I'm gonna get everything squared away. I'm gonna come down to the studio. We'll do the podcast and. And she was right. I mean, after after Doc got her squared away with the with the migraine stuff, she started feeling good an hour. She took a shower. She's doing her hair. She got her makeup on. She got dressed. Everything was going great. And then all of a sudden, she texted text, me. The kid texted me first. Well, you you texted me saying he texted you because he was at school. He was at college. Right. And he has this special relationship. My wife does too, but mainly the kid. 
with um, this very, very unique place in town that is feeding grain. It's a tack and feed. Tack and feed, feed, yeah, feeding grain. And they do everything from from cats and dogs to huge equestrian stuff. I mean, it's a little hardware store in the middle of nowhere. I have walked around this place, and there, I I kid you not, three feet of dust on stuff. There was, I found a (laughs) telephone cord. Oh yeah, still for sale on the rack in a box for like. 99 cents. Yeah. That had a foot of dust on it. I bring this up to the counter. I go, you're really going to, this for a landline. Yeah. And I love going in the back because she's got animals. You got to go out of the warehouse into the back and she's got turkeys. She's got ducks. She's got chickens. She's got rabbits. Only if she, only if she takes you though. You have oh, to be yeah. special to get back there, but oh, yeah. you do. You go back there. Oh, yeah. So I go back she, and check so things out. So back to the story at hand, ladies and gentlemen, with my radio voice. So the whole thing comes about that she says, we got to go pick up the baby chicks. And I go, no, we got to do a podcast. And she goes, I'll be good. I'll be good. Let's just go. So we, we the message that the kid got from Andrea was, hey, the baby chicks are here. There was 500 of them. Yeah, there were a lot. And she said, you get first pick. So the kid calls his mother and says, Mom, you got to go now. You got first pick. Yeah, he was at school. He couldn't go do it. So no. it was up to me. So so you text me and go, we need to go right we now. Got to go. I'm like, oh, my God. So we. You told me, you go, you're not ready. I said, oh, yes, I am ready. I didn't ready. think you were ready. And you were, you were ready to I go. I am ready. I was ready for those babies. So we, so I, well, what I told her with being ready, I said, you don't have the place for them because we keep them when they're baby chicks. We keep them in the garage. Um, protected, of course, you know, out of the elements and away from our other animals. So she usually puts them in a big bin and she puts some, like the little, what is it, the stuff you put on the ground for them to walk around shavings, on? Pine little, shavings, pine shavings. Pine shavings. Gets a little thing of water <laughs> and a little, and a heat lamp so they can be warm. They and have all this to other. be warm. They're babies. They're only five days old. Well, they a were, week old today. They were two days old when you got them. <laughs> so I told her, I said, you're not ready to go. She sent me a picture of the whole setup. She had it all done. She had the water, the food, the shavings, the yes, big bin for them to be. And I'm like, ah, okay, let's go. So we drive out there. And of course, uh, you guys, you, it takes you half an hour to get in the store because you and Andrea are talking about the the bunnies and you're talking about the- Yeah, this is the same lady that took our baby bunnies too. Yeah. We took the baby bunnies to her, yes. She, uh, and, and made arrangements for a place for Penny to go. You guys remember the Penny saga. And Penny Pig is pregnant. And loving life, and those people are so yeah. happy that they have Penny. Yeah, it was a and good thing. So we don't even. We're now you guys. We're not even in the store, and you guys are talking about. Oh, this is the this is the quail that got out, and your son chased it all around the yard and put my quail back for me. Right. We go five more feet. These are some bunnies and These, baby pigs and baby pigs, and we go a little further. I'm like, can we just go get in the store? Let's go. He's not fun to shop with at all. So we get in there, and man, she has these silver horse troughs. Yeah, feeding up troughs. on tables uh-huh. with lamps on them. There had to have been 500 baby chicks in there. <laughs> there were. I even asked her, I go, do they suffocate each other? Because they're climbing on top of each other. Oh, it's standing and like, room only. <laughs> it, I was like feeling bad for these. And then she's putting her hand in there and swishing them away. And I'm like, oh, these poor babies. No, they, you know? they love it. They feel safe. They feel comfortable. They stay warm. Yeah, she said they love being like that. They climb on top of each other. I'm like, oh, okay. So then... We decide what kinds I want. Well, I get to pick yeah. out of the the ones that I want, the different breeds. Because the, there's some, there's certain breeds I learned on my trip. There's certain breeds that sell out quick. They come in and people yes. go, you know, give me two of these, give me two of. The, they take them and they're gone 
in the first couple of days. Yeah, and I have my favorites too. So you went in there, and here's where here's where we ran into a problem because, ladies and gentlemen, um, my wife being a woman, that's part of the problem. Her suffering from leukemia and cancer, that's another part of the problem. And she's getting old. That's problem number three. I want to be fair with you guys. She can't count. Her brain doesn't work. She can no longer well, count. Well, I can count. I no? just couldn't say no. You can't count because you said, you. I said, how many chicks are we going to get? And I thought we were getting eight because we have <laughs> nesting boxes for eight. And you're like, I need more than that because, you know, maybe one or two of the chicks pass away. They die. They don't make it. All right. So we go 10. And you said, all right, I'm going to get 13. Uh-huh. Now you're stretching the envelope. And I said, Well, don't get an odd number. Get them in Mm -hmm. pairs, the chicks in pairs. So get 14. Okay. So you guys sat there for so long. You, you, You went to all the chickens. Then you guys went out back and talked about the rabbits that we gave her, how she kept one to mother other rabbits. And she had babies. And had babies. So descendants of of my rabbit, Frap, are now being passed around the county. Correct. I didn't care. I just like, let's go back inside. Let's get to the chickens. And you guys kept talking. I could be there talking. all day. And then those dogs come up that walk around. Oh, Max. Max. I love Max. Max and that other dog. And they're just big yellow labs and they're friendly and they flop all that around. That's my favorite. I would work there all day, every day. And they, so we finally get back to the chicks. I got the, I got our box there with our shavings in it. And I get up to like 10 chickens and you guys are still just... And then you left. I left. That was his mistake. I was tired of standing that there. That was your mistake. You left. I'd been standing there for over Doesn't an hour. Doesn't matter. You left. So I but just I, went ahead. But I left you with some standing orders. You didn't you, tell me how many. You knew the rule was was 14. Well, you know, then she added a couple more and then she said, here's a couple more. And so we you get know. the chickens They're in. She, she puts them inside of a box that went inside of our box that went in the back seat. So I couldn't see anything. <laughs> and when I'm hearing chickens, baby chicks chirp, I can't count how many there are. <laughs> we get home. You had 19 chickens. I still have 19 chickens. They survived 24 hours. We're going. 19. Can, can you not count? No, I couldn't. 13, 14. That's it. Now we're I 19. I should have been a chicken farmer. Plus all the chickens you have in the backyard still. These chickens are so easy. So easy. Apparently so am I because I got the wool pulled over my eyes. Like just, I, was I made bamboozled. you take the feet out. Yeah. Yeah, just take this out to the truck and I'll be out there in a minute. I took the feet out and didn't come back in. <laughs> You know what I should have done is I, every time you put two chicks in the box, I should have taken two chicks out when you yeah, weren't well, looking. Your mistake was you left. So now we have, I don't even know how many chickens we have in our in We the will have of 25, backyard. no, 20, wait, 23 we will have. See, I told you she can't count. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like guessing. I'm like, wait a second. No, so 28. I'll have 28. The baby chick deal is what we have to do now. And this was my idea is. We have kind of a big, um, we have two different nesting areas that um, were professionally made. This guy makes them here in town. I just, I go, I went Another and bought, local buy. Yeah, local buy. Went and brought them back here and set them in the backyard um, in the chicken area. He paints them all up, puts real roofing shingles on them. But our first one we've had for years, like we've never had to re-roof it. It Nothing. has roofing material well, on it. I don't want, it's it's like, like a big dollhouse. I don't want you guys to think it's a house. Or it's a dog a house. house. You could think it's a dog house. Bigger, yeah, a little bit bigger than a dog house. And it's, it has access through three different sides for getting to the eggs. There's nesting boxes inside. There's perches inside. And it's just a little single story thing. It's only it's only like five feet tall. But 
it's done so well, it looks like a little red barn. Mm-hmm. For those of you that have been over, some of you have been over to my house, you know what I'm talking about. We got an identical one. I had him custom build it flip-flop right. with the doors on the other side so we could put it on each end of the of the chicken run that we've got now. Right. So it kind of looks like the east and west wing of the White House. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does. And uh, so we, we got to go out there and get everything set, and we have a way to divide them, uh, completely safely divide them, so the babies can grow up looking through wire the fencing, at the big yeah. chickens, which is good. They can all get accustomed yeah. to each other. So in a couple weeks, they'll be out there. A couple then, weeks, they will uh, join their uh, adult chickens out there, but through a fence, and, and then, they will learn to grow up yeah. until they are able to get out in um you always the call world. them teenagers. You go, well, they can't. We can't put them in with the big ones until they're teenagers. I'm yeah, like, until they can fend for themselves. But we also have every year we have a family of Cooper hawks that come back and uh, nest in our trees. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is that they never bother our chickens never. ever. Nope. Um, we have the most incredible ecosystem in our backyard. It's yeah. incredible. Every spring, we have butterflies. We first have caterpillars, then we have butterflies. Flies and it seems like they all stay in our backyard. And dragonflies, we have dragonflies. We have Cooper hawks. We have hummingbirds. I mean, it's we, amazing. It is our, a really weird little ecosystem in our yard in spring is, and summer. It is, but it this is. Cooper hawk has now is nesting at the moment because our trees are bare and we can, uh, we can hear it. Yeah. Also, it has a very unique sound and it flies by the chickens up high, but they ne- it never well, comes can I, down. Can I remind everybody why? Go I ahead. Think? Well, we kn- we know this this hawk. <laughs> yes. This hawk we call it's, it has a name. It's called Rutro. And this hawk, about three or four years ago, maybe it's four years ago now, got, got hurt, pushed out, pushed of out its of its nest, and it was about as big as a softball. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my wife goes, "There's a hawk standing on the grass in the backyard." And the dogs were and the looking. dogs were getting you. Know, the dogs will see it pretty soon, and they will kill it. And this bird is just sitting there. This hawk is standing there, looking around. And we're like, okay. And mom was flying around going, come on. Yeah. The mother hawk to... was swooping. Yeah. And the mother hawk was flying and the mother hawk was trying to get it. And this, this thing got pushed out of the nest or fell out of the nest and it got hurt because it couldn't fly. Right. It could just hop around. And I knew as soon as the dogs found it, they're going to kill it. They mm-hmm. would do that in a second. Well, we got to the hawk, to the baby hawk first. And then the reason we call him rut is because- when we got out there, <laughs> he saw the dogs, the dog saw him, and the hawk looked like, Rutro, <laughs> like Scooby, like Rutro, those dogs are going to eat me, Rutro, <laughs> so we called him Rutro. Anyway, we captured the hawk, we put him in a box, we took him out to the wildlife preserve out here, and they said, ah, he's going to be fine. You just Take gotta, him back. Yeah, take him back, tend to him, and then he'll be okay, so we did. And um, and uh, he was a very unique looking hawk. He just was. And he became friendly with us. We could feed him. And he'd hop around. And we kept him away from the dogs. When he finally got big enough to fly a few months later, and uh, we he'd been around the yard. He knew where he was. And we put him in a pine tree out front. Right. We put him out front. And he stayed there for days. And then he started flying around. Yeah. And he, he's back every year. He comes back. He makes his little, or she does. I guess it's a it's he a, or a she. It must be a she because she comes back every but year. every year when we turn on the sprinklers, she flies down to the yard and stands in the sprinklers. <laughs> she stands there going, oh, this feels good. The sprinklers hit her. She walks around in the sprinklers and Rut Rose hopping in the backyard. And uh, I don't think the, I think the dogs have chased her like once, but now she can fly. Yeah. She's she just, teased the dogs a few times because she's jumped on one of Ranger. As she, yeah. as Ranger was walking through, she's coming. We have video down. of that. 
we have it on our security camera like two years ago. One of the dogs was barking and barking and barking, and she wanted to go down in the sprinklers, and the dog was there. She swoops down. <laughs> grabbed him on the back. Grabbed him on the back of his butt, and then just took off, just like <laughs> yeah. pinched his butt and took off. It's pretty amazing. So she knows what she's doing. She she messes with the dogs on purpose. Never the chickens. Nope. Now, we do have a windmill in the yard that moves, and some of, the, some of your chickens look like hawks. Yes, they do. They have a hawk look to them. But they free range. They're out in the garden, and they the hawks have never. Uh, no, nope, but I've had chickens for years. As long as we've had Cooper hawks in the trees, we've had them, and none of them have disappeared. I no. every morning I go out and count. Not one. So, and I've noticed her with my office. I can see out the back window. So when yeah. I'm sitting in my office working, I could see her flying around constantly. Well, you, yeah, she's you see she's her, building her nest right now. Yeah, you see her going back and forth the nest. You see her when she goes down in the grass. You you have a perfect view of everything yeah. from your office. And she's leaving the chickens alone. It's just absolutely amazing. So the thing, the, the coming full circle is, if I put the babies out too soon, the babies may disappear. Yeah, they're small. <laughs> they're too little. But um, we're going to put them out. Out in a couple weeks, as long as the weather keeps getting warmer. How many are we putting out there? 19. Why on earth are we putting 19 out there? I thought we, we were only ni- getting 14. Because we have 19. Because my wife can't count. It's better than saying you're disrespectful to the number we agreed on. Let's just say you can't count. Are you going to complain when we have all these eggs? No. Okay, then Probably that's not. it. Probably not. <laughs> there you go. So there's a story on why we... she. So the, the moral of the story is... She used up her her two hours of of propping herself up. She she pumped herself up with meds so she could do the podcast. And then she went and got these chickens. And by the time we got home, she was exhausted and hurting, and the and the pain was back. And we missed our window. So uh, you guys didn't get a podcast on time, but hey, we got some baby chicks. What's wrong with that? There's a lot wrong with that. There's people that depend on us, woman. Oh my God! And you have thrown them well, to I'm the really wind. I'm really sorry. I apologize. My three-part apology. I am <laughs> sorry that I didn't do the podcast on time. I'm sorry that I chose the chicks above all of you, and I'm sorry that I love chickens. Dastardly, just dastardly outlook on life you have. I tell you. Oh, well, there you go. Terrible things there. All right. So yeah, that's how come the podcast is late. That is how Doctor McDreamy and MarcyZavala.com fixed things and got her back on track and now here we are and it was a hell of a week want to tell you people i just if we have bad weeks just like everyone else in the world i think we have worse weeks than everybody else lately we yes i would trade there were some good points about this week but i would trade the whole thing off and get rid of it and do we just had a lot going we had too much going on this last week there was always something like we woke up and went oh my gosh we have this 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 to do plus all the other normal stuff and it it kind of i don't know if it was exactly a week it might have been you know more like the last two weeks or 10 days but it just seemed like every time we turned around something was knocking us down or even the stuff that was supposed to be easy was was a problem yeah. every time I turned around. The first thing was my wash machine. Well, we that, need to talk about the wash machine. We got a brand new washing machine not too long ago. Less than a year ago. Yeah. After 10 people plus a few more, I finally had to get a new washer and dryer. 10 people plus a few more what? We used our old wash machine. Went oh, through the old washing machine has lived through what, 10 people living here. Years? 10 people doing laundry for 15 years, yes. It was time for a new washing machine. Was, it was wore out. You figure eight kids, two adults, 
yeah. all the things that go along with it for 15 years of laundry was enough. So we got a brand new washer and dryer. I got good ones. They're going to out, outlast me. They were Maytag. Yeah. So I'm going and I'm washing a couple weeks ago. It had to be a couple weeks ago now, right? Yeah. I was washing. And would you believe out of this Maytag wash machine, the locking clip on the wash machine is plastic. What she means by that is the when you take the lid, she has a, it's not a front load, it's a top loader. And when you close the lid, you put all your laundry in, you put your soap in, you close the lid, there's a little catch. Yes. It tells the computer, tells the circuitry, the lid is closed, let's begin washing. And you can't until it's locked, yeah, until you, it closes. So this one day, for some reason, it went down and then I heard like a snap or something and I've, ne I've never had a problem with it before. I lifted up and this stupid plastic piece broke yeah. there's a latch inside the washer and a clasp on the lid and when they join together when you close it everything works perfectly except that it didn't it broke it now broke. the 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 funny part was was you grabbed a pair of needle nose pliers because <laughs> i knew what how to make this work and like, you rigged it so it would work because when yeah. i walked in there the other day and there's needle nose pliers sitting on the dryer. I'm like, why are there why are why are there pliers in here? What are you I doing? I can't go two weeks without washing. I no. was like, I have to MacGyver this baby. So we call the repair guy. He comes out. He goes, uh, he goes. I got I I, I got to order the piece. All right. I was like, ugh. So you got to order the piece. That's a and next it won't guy be here for a week. Won't be here for a week. Next guy comes out in a week and goes, he's carrying the box in his hand. I go, okay, dude, the washer's right there. Fix it. Yeah. He's like, oh well, where's the other part? I said, what other part? How would we know? I know. I go, what is the part you're talking about? He said, well, my, my buddy on his on his truck, he's got the other part. We need to order this part. Not our problem. Did he leave it here? No. I go, no, he didn't leave any parts here. I go, go call the guy. He goes, well, I don't know where he is. I don't even know what town he's working in today. <sighs> I'm like, so you still can't do it. As I'm talking, the dude reaches up with his fingers and snaps the latch off the lid. And I stopped him mid-sentence and I go... My wife was able to, to make this work. She rigged it to make it work. If you just reached up there and snapped it and it won't work again, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Oh, I would have been livid. I wasn't there on that one. No. I would have ripped that guy's but head his off. thing. But his thing was like, well, the washer doesn't work anyway. What do you care if it's broke? Oh, what do you yes, care? it does yes, work. Yes, it does work. Yeah. So I said, you better hope that he, so he reaches up and he snaps it back in. He goes, yeah, it should be fine. I go, don't fucking touch it anymore. Don't touch another goddamn thing. Leave it alone. So as of this day, our washer is still not working. It's MacGyver working. Yeah, you working, MacGyvered it. But it's not supposed to be fixed till this week. So, so we'll now, see. Yeah, now he's got... A, he's, <laughs> to be continued. Yeah, he's coming out with the part he already had. Right. Plus he ordered another one that the other guy had on his truck and supposedly... This is going to work. So I'm not even letting him in the door until he shows me both parts. I'm not going to have him That's risk. That's smart. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price got your happy price price line messing smart. it up if he doesn't have so, it so i love my maytag washer but i'm not happy that this one part that's probably the most like the most used, used part, part yeah, is this, plastic because you always have to open and close the lid why yes. would they make it out of cheap shitty plastic I don't know. that's the only thing that is my and so we haven't even had them a year and this happened so it's under warranty 
it's fine, but the story is to be continued. So yeah. that's how our week started. That's that's part of it with this stupid thing. Then we had Vivint. We we have cameras oh all over our God. house. Okay. And these cameras that my husband used are by Wi-Fi, and they pull our Wi-Fi down all the time. I, I like the cameras. I've always liked them. They're yeah. fine. But we always seem to have trouble with them constantly. So This goes into last week's podcast where this is what you got for your valent- part yes. of your Valentine's Day. So they come to, they've installed them, all the cameras, the alarm. Sort of. There's one sorry. yawn. One sorry, yawn. Sorry, we got sorry. one yawn out of the way. And... um. Yeah, so we're working on this and you trying... Mean, you mean tell them what happened? Because you're leaving out. You just said they came and put it in. That is okay, not what ahead. happened. Go ahead. You tell it. So a long time, years ago, I got into a fight with Vivint because they said, <laughs> if you pay for all the gear, That's right. you will not have to have a monthly contract. All right? I paid for all the gear, ran it on my credit card. Then they said, okay, sign here for the contract. Now you're obligated to be part of Vivint for three years. And I was like, you said... That if I bought it, I didn't have to. They well, yeah, the guy got it wrong. You got to. I was so mad, I almost ripped everything out of the house. So we finished our contract, finished paying them, done. Never want Vivint back on my property again. Four or five years go by. You bring up this other guy to come in. He talks us into buying this whole package. We do. The next day or two, this guy comes out to install everything. Wait, wait, wait. They came that Friday night, remember? They oh, came yeah. at 6 o'clock on a Friday he night came at 6 o'clock install. at night. It was dark outside. He goes, we're going to put everything in. I go, you're not coming in the house right now. Yeah, and they were late. Oh, they were late, yeah. And the guy, that's well, that was what was funny was that when they were out, we were out in the cul-de-sac arguing about this, and I go, you're not doing it. Well, sir, you were set up for doing this right now. And I said, yeah, but I'm not having you. How long is it going to take? Two or three hours. It's already six o'clock at night and you're going to be crawling around on the roof in the dark. You're going to fall off. I'm not doing it. Right. And the guy says, well, give me one good reason why not. I go, you were late. He goes, we were only 15 minutes late. I go, yeah, well, then in my book, I can just pull the plug on the whole thing. Should have been here on time. Then I wouldn't have had any argument. Now get out. Mm-hmm. So they did. Right. The whole crew left. So then they come back, they put everything up, and the, the one, one guy, guy one guy is here for six hours. At least. At least six hours. Trying to get everything set. He doesn't finish it. He promises he'll be back the next day. And he comes back and doesn't finish it then, because he's got other appointments. Comes back two days later. And he's like, uh, well, you know, um, I had to get this piece for that. And I go, what about the hole in my wall you left over here <laughs> in my ceiling? He goes, oh, well, you know, maybe I can maybe I can see about getting you a sensor for over that. I go, you mean the one you already promised me? He looks on the contract. Sure as shit. It was on there. So he's supposed to do all these things. Now, I'm not, I'm not displeased with Vivint now that it's all up and running. I, I don't know how a couple things work, so I'm a little frustrated, like scrolling through. But we're still not done with them. No, I'm not. I'm, but I'm. But the cameras operate quickly and fast, and they have their own cellular signal, so it works great. The last thing was was that the guy he goes, "You're going to get with your package you you bought, you get four free light bulbs." Right. And I said, "Well, who gives a shit about light bulbs?" He goes, "No, no, these are actually pretty cool." He goes, "You you they're smart bulbs. You put them in different rooms of the house when." A sensor triggers like in your front yard in your driveway, it turns on a bulb. It makes people in the, in your front yard think that you're turning on a light. Right. Like, oh my God, we woke somebody up. They turned on the light. They're grabbing their pistol. They're coming out. I go, yeah, that is pretty cool. I said, that's all right. I said, he, he goes, yeah, you get four of these. I said, okay, cool. So he goes, I don't have four on my truck. Right. They are there with somebody else. So this other guy comes up and he goes, 
where do you want the bulbs? Like two days later, four days later. He goes, where do you want the bulbs from Vivid? And I said, I don't know yet. Just give me the bulbs. And he goes, what? I go, I don't know where I want the bulbs yet. Just give me the bulbs. I know how to program a smart bulb. I'll do it myself. Well, there, you know, we're technically, we're supposed to do it for you. And there's a bridge that you got to hook up. And I'm like, yeah, I've used the bridge before. We've had a cup. I get how that works. He goes, it's much better if I come back. I said, all right, come back in a week. So he comes back in a week. And now you get him. You're like, I don't know where they. I want him yet. Because you don't. I don't. Give me the bulbs. He's like, well, I can't give you the... Goes, I, now I'm going <laughs> to double down on you, which you don't know at this moment. What? I got a hold of uh, the first guy, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, yeah. And I told he he texted me and said, so how's your Vivint going? Are you liking it? Da-da-da. I said... I texted him back and I go, we're still getting used to it. The cameras are great. I'm yeah. waiting on my light bulbs. I said, and we're supposed to get eight. And I think we want four. They, they upped us to eight. Yeah. I was going to say, we, we only were getting four and this guy goes, you're getting eight. And I went, all right. So well. I told Emmanuel, I go, I don't think we need eight light bulbs no, in our house. And he goes, I'll tell you, he goes, you know what? Have them program four and you keep four. He's letting us keep four as backups. How I said, I? wait, the guy said, <laughs> I said, wait a minute. The guy said he couldn't give us light bulbs, but you're saying we can keep four and put in four. What the hell? How can he drop off four if he can't drop off any? The other guy won't drop off any. I, that's what I was saying. I'm like, I kept the text message. I'm going to go, dude, when the guy Just show shows it to up, him. Yeah, show him your phone and go, look, Emmanuel says, give it the fucking bulbs. So he said we. We can keep the bulbs. All right. Well, so we'll see. That's we'll see when the guy, that's uh, to be continued. To be continued. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. What else was there? Was some other stupid thing. This that is happened all too. happening last week. So uh, you know, I took down all of our Nest cameras. We had eighteen Nest cameras in and, and out of the house. And now you know why we have Vivid. Okay. Eighteen. See, I can get. I can't get nineteen chickens, but he can have eighteen cameras. Figure I, that one out. I can count to eighteen. You can't count to thirteen. You see, I can count. I know how many cameras I've got. You didn't know how many chickens you were getting. You got all confused. 18 all right. cameras. So 18 we took them all down. cameras. And I'll tell you something about the old Google Nest cameras. They're great. And now they came out with the second generation. And they're like, well, you can't use your Nest app anymore. I loved the Nest app. It was so easy to use. And now you have to use Google Home. So we bought one camera. We hooked it up. It doesn't play correctly. It doesn't hook up correctly. It, it works, but it's not because it's a bad camera. It's This is how they work now. And once you migrate all your stuff from Nest over to Google Home, you can't go back ever. They tell you that. So now we're stuck. All Every camera that's been migrated over, we're stuck with it. And here's the problem. This is the one main camera that I've got on the top of our house that looks out over our front yard and the street. Now that it's part of Google Home, I get an alert that says, there is a car in your driveway. I click on the button, it switches over to the camera, it thinks about it for a second, and right about when it's supposed to pull up the image of the driveway, <laughs> it says, video not available yet. What do you when's mean, yet? Gonna, when's it going to be available? Well, aren't we in a live situation here? An hour here? from now, when it doesn't matter? Right. I mean, you, <laughs> they, it knew enough, it's, it's a live camera, and it knew enough to identify a car in my driveway. Right. And tell me about it, but it can't show me the picture that it was using to identify the camera. And you're sitting there waiting for it. Well, now I zip over to uh, Vivint. the Vivint camera, which is lower. I don't like it as well. The kid's actually out there right now putting one of our old cameras back on top of the house, and we'll use this this brand new Google Home shitty camera somewhere else. 
Now, the good news is for you, sweetheart, love of my life, because Spectrum came out and we got those five booster nodes for the Wi-Fi signal mm -hmm. and Vivint came out and put in the cameras everywhere. Now, all of the nodes I have for, for Wi-Fi and all of the cameras I have, we can now put them in places that we normally wouldn't waste a camera. You're going to have a garden camera. Nice. A chicken apartment camera. Nice. And two cameras where they where the, the, the babies will be. Yeah. And the other, chi the other chicken's nest. So you can check the eggs. You can check oh, the nesting. That's my favorite. You guys, you have no idea how cool it is to watch on camera chickens lay eggs they have it is a process <laughs> you know, you, i love it i love watching my chicken cam. i would say this i'm not going to say this in a mean way yeah uh, you are i'm going to say it as nicely as possible it's still going to be mean ladies and gentlemen how do you keep an idiot busy for hours you put a camera six inches off the ground in your chicken run and as the chickens come up and turn their head and cock their head and poke at the camera tell your wife your wife will sit there for hours watching all of her chickens run around the chicken run, run around the coop, lay eggs, and poke at the camera. If you want to keep your wife busy for hours, put a camera on your chickens, and she'll sit there all day giggling like she's watching babies. Tell me I'm What's wrong. What's the difference between that and a baby cam? They're not babies. They're chickens. They're my babies. Oh, my God. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm just saying you're easily entertained. You just called me an idiot. No, I said I'm not. I, I even prefaced it. I put my lawyer paragraph out there first. I've been watching Suits. I know how to. I know how to preface something. Whatever. Well, you got to admit, you will watch those chicken cameras forever. So you're I love getting it. the kid while we're doing the podcast. He's out there finishing um, linking the nodes till we get a great signal in the garden, and then you're going to have uh, chickens out there. Your chicken cam and your stuff. It'll be all out there for you to see. We should put a node by the by the spa, not on the table. Well, Why don't you just hook it up like inside the spa area? Because that's going to get all torn down, and I don't know that it would reach the garden. We actually have a node going in. You know where your you know where your water comes through the post? Yeah. On behind that strap to it'll be oh, a node. Very so, cool. Yeah, so it should be the whole garden now. Oh, cool. The whole garden should have a great that's signal. That's cool. But we have all those extra nodes now, so it's not like we're okay. spending any money on it. We 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 got them. We took so, down the old ones. So take note, don't come to our house because there's cameras watching you everywhere. Well, not that's not true. Bullshit. Is there is there is there any cameras near any bathrooms? Not yet. Is there any cameras near any bedrooms for anybody? Not yet. <laughs> okay. Because I don't do that. They're inside the house. They're everywhere outside the house, That's yes. That's what I'm saying. So if you're going to run around and do something naked outside, you're going to be on camera. You can't but, approach our house without us knowing. No. But inside, <laughs> there's like kitchen and living room. There where, are all the doors. Where Yeah, where the doors are. I haven't pointed at the main areas I'm where the doors teasing. are inside. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. So how's the... Um, we're going to switch gears now. How's what? the radio station going? Um... Well, it, it's going good. You guys know that we have a new station manager. Josh Maddox has now jumped over, and he's learning and running, and he's uploading songs. Last time we talked, there was like 50 songs. Now Josh has got over 200 songs on Whoa, there. Oh, really? In rotation. Way to go, Josh. He's doing great. And he's going in. He's actually relabeling um, the name of the artist and the album and the song, so it, it appears correctly for people listening. Wow. And then the... Um, we got at noon, every day at noon, um, we have the Salute to Veterans, which plays the national anthem and a little little monologue out there that comes up. We have a heavy metal hour that was on that went. It played on Thursday night at ten o'clock. 
and we'll have a different heavy metal hour. We're supposed to have a different heavy metal hour every Thursday at 10 p.m. We got the intros and exits done. It's coming along. It's actually getting there. I'm thinking realistically, by the time summer hits, like we get to the end of May, we should have a fully function station, everything flowing like clockwork, everything going how it's supposed to, Excellent. everything working. Excellent. And the kid wants to jump in and do his stuff. That's very cool. The only problem we're really having right now is this Mac. <laughs> I'm actually at a point now, this thing is, is so slow. Well, we tried to do a live stream um, last week, and we were broadcast on many platforms. It operated so slow, it logged us out of two of the platforms. And in here, um, it, I actually have to take things out. I, I have to uninstall programs to make room and then reinstall a program, use it, <laughs> uninstall it, and then I can continue wow. on. I'm not even sure if we're going to make the bottom of the glass show tonight. I don't, I'm trying. But if not, I'm just going to have to figure out a way to spend the money. And we got all the parts now. In, well, not, we, we have them all on a list, uh -huh. on the Amazon list. So we know how much money we're up against. And then I got to go buy the monitor. Um, this, it's just, it's just not a, all the stuff we're going through with all the stuff we've been trying to get fixed and things that are broken. And we haven't even covered everything yet. And now throw in there that we need a computer. And you can't just go get a Best Buy, even a good computer for $2,000. At Best Buy, because it's not enough. It doesn't do enough of what we do here in, in studio. It has to run the studio. Yeah. So now you're talking about, it's going to be about $3,500 for the computer. It's going to be about $1,500 for the type of monitor we need. I mean, that's just one thing after another after another. And now we need to come up with this. Who's got an extra five grand laying around? I don't know, but I mean, we'll just, figure it out. We we're getting there. We had a dream of building a studio, and it got built. I know we're we're going it's along. It's just one of we're, those we're things. Getting there, but I'm just pointing out that it's not on the way things are going. It's not easy. So I'm working with what I've got right now. How's the radio station coming along? It's going to be great as long as I don't have to do anything, and Josh can keep doing it on his end. I'm. It won't be as bad on me. Josh is a great, great radio music guy. So oh, yeah. he ha that is like the best job for him. If anybody wants to uh, send him a message, he's Josh Maddox at GenXTalks.com. Maddox is M-A-D-D-U-X. Yeah. Uh, Josh Maddox at GenXTalks.com. If you want to send him a message or have some music thing that you want to talk to him about, he's the man. Right? Or just tell him he's ugly. Just write him a message <laughs> and go, hey, you're ugly. That's fine. He'll take that too. Yeah. Whatever. So guess what Josh has got us going into next? Uh-oh, what? So you guys know that that, that uh, Dr. McDreamy does, he's a top-notch top, top oh, notch yeah. doctor in Vegas for boxing. Right. He's a top-notch guy for MMA. He knows all the top boxers. He knows all the top MMA guys. And now what's coming along is slap, slap competitions. Uh, for those of you that didn't see, I rolled my eyes. <laughs> and Josh is big into the slap stuff. And now Dr. McDreamy's been pushing us, so we had a conversation. But hold on. Dr. McDreamy has to sit on the sidelines for yeah. medical reasons. Well, okay? he rushes over when they get knocked out. He has to- Slapped yeah. <laughs> so hard on the side of their face, yeah. they need a medical doctor. They pay him just like they pay him to go to a, 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 a boxing match. What's wrong with this picture? I don't know. It's entertaining. Is it? Some people like it. <laughs> okay. So now Josh Maddox is way what into a it. Dumbass. Um, the guy who owns uh, the slap contest, he owns the whole event. He owns the industry. Frank and I'm gonna. Mess I can't remember. I can't remember his last name. Lanarelli. Anyway. Lanarelli. I don't know. Frank. Anyway, I, I got to talk to him on the phone personally 
a couple times last week about getting Gen X Talks in there to be able to location-wise film and and edit and do and, and things interviews. like that and interviews and stuff. And he was very he was very into it. Um, I didn't I didn't ask him for free tickets. I didn't ask him for anything other than point us in the right direction. Right. Let us know where you want us to be, what angle you want us to be at, which guys you want us to interview. We'll take it from there. We're not asking for free stuff. And he was very accommodating. He's like, okay, we'll set you up. We'll get you going. So Josh Maddox and Trippy Pineapple apparently right now will be heading up that in the future. I got to get, I got to take you, me and the kid out there, get our feet wet learn the lay of the land and talk to everybody. And then after a little while, I can back out. I will keep an open mind. I will go watch it at least once. But if I walk out of there shaking my head going, because <laughs> uh, I think there's girls that do it too. There are. There's women's whole women's competitions. I just like. They do. They will knock just, teeth out. They knock unconscious. They get bloody. There's even rules. Yes, there are. Dr. McDreamy was telling us when he was here last, there's rules yeah. about slapping a person. Yeah. Okay, well. So that's something new that is that's on the table that's coming up. I don't know how that would plug into Gen X Talks. It might be a side channel, a side event, uh, a side link to things. I don't know. I don't care if the kid wants to go out there and him and Josh and Trippy want to want to broadcast <laughs> it on the radio and they want to do a live stream from it. But maybe the idea is it's a fun opportunity to go out there. Um, it's on again. It's on our dime. It takes we have to pay for everything until we ever get a sponsorship on it. But we're getting there. I um, do you remember yesterday when we ran out doing errands and we came across that ice cream truck? I couldn't believe what I was seeing. We have to announce to everybody that ice cream trucks have come a long way. Ice cream trucks are for kids. When you think of an ice cream truck, you hear the noise. It's on a side street. And lots of kids from three years old to 12 or 13 or 14, they flock around an ice cream truck, don't they? Our ice cream trucks here in town know where to get the business. Yeah. They camp out at the schools at the end of the day. Yeah. Like... They're brilliant. They've yeah, they're, got they're, a good they got business a, model. They've got a prime spot. They'll get there two hours before yes. school ends just so they can be first in line. Absolutely. So they're parked there, sitting there, waiting for... It's from high school, junior high. Yep. I haven't seen it at the elementary level, but well, we're you, junior high and high school. They are parked outside. But in the summertime, they know where all the kids live, too, because... Yes. They used to, the, three or four ice cream trucks would fight over our cul-de-sac. That is correct. Because we had eight kids, but there was other kids in the neighborhoods. There was 30 kids playing at the end of our street. Right. They knew right where to go. Oh, yeah. But then. But yesterday. After all the kids have moved out, <laughs> we haven't had little kids here in years and years right. and years. And the ice cream truck still come around and, 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 and lean out the window. I'm like, dude, they all moved out. <laughs> they grew up and they moved away. You can stop coming around now. Yeah, well, we have a side note on that in a minute about the ice cream truck. I will go back to that in a minute. But Yesterday, this ice cream truck. Now, when you see an ice cream truck, they're <laughs> colored and they're decorated. And they've got pictures of clowns and lollipops and balloons. And, of course, the big advertisement on any ice cream truck is all the ice creams they sell. Right. If it's soda, if it's ice cream, if it's Candy, chips. Candy, whatever. Yeah, they got big decorations. Ice cream trucks are not just ice cream trucks. It should be a concessions truck. A concessions <laughs> truck, yeah. Because it's ice cream, candy, chips, that is, soda. It's a 7-Eleven on wheels. Exactly. It's so a convenience store on wheels. <laughs> we we went out. I was going to, we decided to go out in our, all of our running around yesterday. I took her out to, we wanted to get a, grab a drink and a, and a quick snack. Happy so we hour. To, happy hour, yeah. And, um. 
So this ice cream truck is turning a corner, and we were stopped at a red light so you can see what's going on. The biggest decoration on this truck was not... <laughs> over the over the driver's, so our driver's window in the front. And then along the side in yeah. the back. The, the biggest advertisement on this ice cream truck had nothing to do with food and candy. It said, credit cards accepted. <laughs> we both went, what? It had a big picture of a visa. I mean... <laughs> How, when did, you know, I picture little kids running up at seven and eight years old waving a dollar bill. Not anymore. I don't see someone running up with his American Express card. <laughs> you kids are getting debit cards early. Yeah, but you can you imagine some seven-year-old running up with a, with a, with an American Express gold card? I blame the school card? districts because no. when they go to the lunch line now, you don't need money for lunch anymore. You no. just give your ID card, your school ID card. Yeah. That's where it all started because now kids are like, well, I just have to show my ID, this little card, and miraculously all this well, shit. Whatever, shows but up. I can't believe I mean, they're I, accepting credit cards on the ice cream trucks, you guys. That's a, you, how do you know the ice cream truck's <laughs> going to run the right amount for a seven year old? We don't know that. How do you know that that guy's and not going to. And then what are you going to do when it's the wrong price? You got to go search out the. Which ice one cream out truck? Of the yeah. Ice cream trucks. So your parents come out there and go, did my son really buy $300 in ice cream? Yes, he did. <laughs> he bought the whole school ice cream. He bought everybody out here on the street ice cream. You don't know. I just, there's so many complications to that. that except, and it's the biggest advertisement on the ice cream truck. It was truck. hilarious. We both stopped with our mouths dropped open. Our parents would never. No, my, my never mom would shit a purple Twinkie before she gave me a credit card to go buy ice cream off the ice cream machine. I didn't get a credit card till I was. A senior in high school, and it was for gas only. Remember the gas cards? You could yeah, only you buy get... gas. That was it. Yeah, that was but all now, I got. But now a Chevron card, there's a convenience store. Your yeah, Chevron well, card will buy gas and oil, but it's also going to buy everything inside, including whiskey. I know. So my sideline is, so I've graduated from ice cream trucks to the elote guy. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Down. This guy, if you don't know what elote is, it. I don't know how common it is out there in the world, but here in California, there is a man that rides a bike that he has attached a cooler or multiple it's a, coolers it's to. It's a big push cart is what it is now. It is. And when I hear that horn coming down the cul-de-sac. That is your, that that is is your ice cream. That is my ice cream truck. <laughs> this is corn on the cob. With mayonnaise, then Parmesan cheese, then spicy chili uh, spices on top of it. And oh my God. And I think they put butter on it too. Oh my Lord. This guy comes down the street and when you run out there and then all these other kids and women run oh, from their houses. All the adults guy, come yeah, out. Yeah, all the adults come out. About? This guy gets off his bike. Flips. He's got an umbrella that pops up. Yeah, and like he's, a couple coolers. Yeah, he's got a. He's got all these things that just pop open real quick. Uh -huh. He ties on his apron. He's ready to service, and he's got oh. all this stuff yes. fresh and, and ready to has, go. And the corn is hot. The cooler is not for cooling. It's yeah. for keeping it all. And it's local corn. And he puts it on a popsicle stick. Oh my gosh! It's only like <laughs> two bucks. It's I'll like you, amazing. I'll tell you how addicted you are to it. Oh. You get mad when he doesn't show up very often. If he oh, if he misses yeah. a while, you're you start to go looking. Or now that the kid's got his license, you're like, go find him, go find him. You know he's in one of the two neighborhoods you know around how trained here. Trained my son was the lote guy used to stand outside the high school. Yeah, and my son when he was in high school last year would bring me home. Yeah. <laughs> 
Unbelievable. Yeah, well, the minute that guy takes credit cards, I'm in trouble. Oh, man, that is a treat. That is my ice cream it treat. It's gross. I don't know why you guys oh, like that. It's gross Oh, my God, stuff. it's so good. I hope you all get to experience it because it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So. Well, it's about time for those guys to start running around ringing their bells, and they'll come oh, down here. Oh, he's already started. I heard it. He has a horn. He has a horn. He doesn't have a song like the ice cream truck. It's totally different. It's like birds. It's like <laughs> the bird songs. Here, I know the ice cream so truck what, you song. Perk but up I can like hear... a squirrel or something. And I do. Like... I heard him the other day. I went, oh, it's corn season. <laughs> He's coming out. I wouldn't be surprised if I heard him today. It's Saturday. Oh my, yeah. If it's if he's out, it's a nice day. He'll be out today. Oh, if you don't yeah. find him by like. Two or three o'clock, you'll send the kid out to find him. He's Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. <laughs> He'll be around the neighborhood. So yes, he will. That's my favorite. Oh, my goodness. So do you want to tell everybody how mad I got at you because I couldn't find my phone for two hours and where my phone turned out to be? Why do I have to tell people about it? Because you did it. I didn't do nothing. I literally looked for my phone. I walked around trying to find my phone. I had the Gen X Talks phone in my hand. I was calling. I was calling. I when was calling. When did this happen? This was like a week ago. I and do then, not recall. I take the fifth. You don't remember me getting mad at you for where the phone ended up being while we while we couldn't no, find my phone? I have no idea what you're talking about. I walked around the house for two hours trying to find my phone. Come to find out, my phone was under your phone. For some reason, you set your phone right down on top of my phone, and every time I went through the room, I saw your phone and kept looking. Did it I have s- babies? No, it didn't. Okay, now <laughs> you just be- now you're being stupid. That I'm was, not being stupid. I've just asked a question. How would two phones have babies? I don't know. When, you know, our underwear mixes together, we ended up having eight kids. So. Yeah, I'm sure that's how it happened. Oh, okay. I literally was looking around the house for hours, two hours, and it was getting so mad. Were you going so through mad. withdrawals? Were you sweating? No. Did you, like, panic because you couldn't find your phone? What if one of our children was trying to reach us? Oh, man, I bet you you were in panic mode. The thing was, is you set, why would you set your phone on top of my phone? What I you have no camouflaged idea. it How perfectly. Do you know it was me. Maybe it was you that picked up both our phones and set them down. And it just so happens mine was on top. Does that sound like something I would do? Absolutely. Not even but a you little not bit. Having can find your phone. I'm sure you were in panic mode. I think you went through the sweats, the chills, oh my God. freaking out, not knowing where it was. You know, this is there's lots of reasons I to, to you, not like you. This is one of them. I told you when they can surgically implant a cell phone in your hand, you will be the first one to sign. I'm, I'm, I've, I've about had it up to here. And for those of you who can't see, my hand is over my head. I've had it. Come on. You know you will be I the w- first one. I'm not going to do that. Come I'm on. not going to Johnny Mnemonic this thing. You want to be the $6 million man with a phone. Or you want to be <laughs> Inspector Gadget. I don't know which, but you want to be one hey, or the other. Inspector Gadget's fucking cool. Hence the thing about having a phone Who cares in your about hand? a phone? If I was Inspector Gadget, I wouldn't need a phone. I'd be Inspector Gadget. I'm sure we can make that happen. Yeah, I doubt we can make that. Elon Musk is working on that. Yes, he Not is. You. Yes, he is. All right, what else do you want to talk about? Come on. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we should just end this with a car story. Do you have a car story this I've week? actually got two. One's a short one. I'll sit back and listen. Did, and this I is probably a, have heard them all, but... You probably have. This one, I think I talked to you about this. We were talking about money the other week. This is a true story. In Southern California... This was probably in 88 or 89, right in there. A car dealer, a brand new car dealership decided to try to change their service department rules for pay, for people paying. And they had a suggestion. They had a thought. Somebody convinced the owner of the dealership and the service manager to no longer have 
prices on jobs. They would have suggestions on prices. And then if you got a break job done, they would sit down with you and say, well, what can you afford to pay here? Because, you know, this job, it took the mechanic this many hours to do, and we use these parts. And, you know, we'd like to, to, to what do you think you could pay on that? And the dealership really thought, or somebody really thought and convinced the dealership that the honesty of people, the, the, the guilt would not let people underpay. They know the dealership's the most expensive place to go, but they thought, no, no, if you really sit people down and go, look, this job is totally worth 500 bucks, and here's why, and here's what we did. And if somebody says, well, I can only pay you 450 okay, we'll take it. Okay. You know? But see, that was the idea that you would have this intimate family relationship with every one of your customers, and you would sit there and be able to talk to them and say, you know, look, we did the tune-up, and it was a little harder to find than we thought because there was an electrical issue, and we searched for it. Look, you know, this is what we got to pay. And they would try to work with people. They actually thought that on simpler jobs, people would overpay. They actually thought that on, a, on, a, on an oil change or a simple job, a quick job, a service, that people would be like, well, you know what? I didn't pay that much for my break job six months ago, so I'm going to pay you a little more on this oil change. They, they really thought that if they could communicate with every individual person that you know their every story wouldn't be a sob story well i would like to pay you guys the, this amount but um i can't because uh you know uh, my daughter's got braces and my wife left me and you know you think you're not going to get a sob story every time okay so they wanted to cultivate a family of of customers it's really what they wanted and not just from purchase you know buying one they wanted to do this in service all right lasted two months that's it two months because every single person underbid under underpaid everyone had a story this wasn't at the dealership i was at but i know guys that were there and they're like every single person sat down with the service writer or with the service manager and said, "Well, it's back to school. I had to buy Levi's for my kid. I had to buy books. You know, I had to buy gas for my car. every single person had a story, and nobody ever even came close to offering what the correct amount to pay for the repair was. And you know, as soon as this word got out in town." that this dealership was doing it, they were booked up. Oh, I'm sure they you were. Know, a year in advance. And they, after two months, they quit and said, and they ran an ad in the paper and said, you people suck. Nobody was willing to even pay close. Everybody had a story. I, you know, I, I'll get you next time. You know, I just, I know it was $700, but I've only got 235. I'm going to pay you the 235. But you, but your circumstances are tough. Next time I'll get you. Next time I'll, I'll pay the full amount. Nobody paid anything ever like that. It would just... God, the guilt would eat me up doing that. That's what... I'm just not that kind of person. They were trying to play on human emotions and saying there's honesty in people. There's guilt in people. There is no way that every single person coming in here is going to give us a sob story and, and feel okay about paying less. And everybody had a sob story and everybody And nobody less. came back to like... Not that I ever heard. I mean, maybe somebody did, but I'd never heard of it before. That's sad. That's really sad. Because that's happened to me before. Like, if I go get my hair done one time or get nails done or something, I've come up short, like, with a tip that I feel 
that they should be given a tip. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't have enough. Ca- I'll catch you on the next time. And I do because yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, wow, I really shorted this and I feel really bad because these people work for this stuff. Yeah, if they're you know? working for tips and you tell them you're going to do something, you can. You, so you the next time I go in there, I'm like, hey, remember last time I yeah. didn't tip you very well because I didn't have cash because I always try to tip right, in tip cash. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, here. And they're like shocked that I even remembered. But for those well, you, But you don't weeks, do it that often either. No, I don't. But for those, you know, couple weeks, it's in the back of my mind going, wow, I really shorted them and I feel like crap. You know, like it made me feel bad because... And that's why I'm so surprised that these people tried that constantly but never came back when they had some money and said, hey, right. you know, here's a couple extra bucks toward my bill or whatever. That's kind of sad. Well, they, they did it for two months and turned it off. And that was uh, it. Never that's too bad. To it again. Ran an ad in the paper just saying, you know, people of our town suck. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did. They ran an ad and said they were not happy about it because no one, they tried it. They did their part. But wow. I don't know. I think it was kind of a fool's errand anyway to try to do that. But they did it. They you know what? Shot. Maybe back in the day, long, long time ago, you used to tell me about barter systems. So there was, especially when I lived in Oregon. And it seemed ago. to work. But there was a lot of that that did. I remember when I opened a shop in Oregon and the guys, <laughs> the first months I'm in there, people come up and they give me eggs. One guy gave me a chicken <laughs> as part of a payment. <laughs> like, I don't have all your money right now. I got $200, but I'm going to give you some of my, my wife got these fresh out the farm this morning. Here's some eggs for you. They give you six dozen eggs. You're holding eggs going, what am I doing with this? I had to go to my mom and go, okay, I don't get this. She's like, yeah, that's what happens. That Les Schwab Tire Center, um, and they're a big outfit, big, 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 big yeah. corporation. But they used to give away free beef when you'd get tires. It was in, I think it was in the month of October. Really? I, yeah, whatever month it was, you'd come in and they'd give you free beef. If you bought a set of tires, you got to go to the freezer and pick out some meat <laughs> and take it home with you. Who knows? We may be going that direction. Yeah, not we never as, know. Involuntarily, I think we might be yeah, going that direction. Yeah, but we direction. might be going that way. So anybody that has a gift of something may be bartering. Yeah, yeah store it up because you may be able to trade it later. <laughs> All right. Yeah, don't so, let your skills go. Yeah, don't let your skills go. But if you have stuff to trade, <laughs> keep practicing. Um, so the other car story—that's the—that's the better car story, and I won't take a long time with it. But um, at one of the car dealerships we used to work at in Las Vegas, there was um, there was people that owned multiple cars, and they not just the the brand of the dealership we were at, because we also serviced the used cars we sold. So we had a we had a used car department. And they would take in any job. They were just like a regular independent job. Even if you didn't buy the vehicle there, but you wanted to get your Chevy service there, um, you know, so or they your, were a, a, a auto repair. Yeah, shop. they just had. A, there was a certain number of bays that had regular okay. mechanic servicing every year, okay. make and model, you know, within reason. And um, so people would bring their cars there if they bought some. You know, if they bought two cars at our dealership, one for the husband, one for the wife, and the kid had a Toyota or whatever, right. they would bring all their cars in for service. And that was pretty common. To have that happen. So when you do a job, I think if I remember the job correctly, it, it wasn't mine. It was a mechanic, like two mechanic stalls down for me, but I knew the guy. And uh, when you do a job like in a gas tank, sometimes you have to get into the trunk and remove things. You got to get and pull the back seat out to get down to some things with a fuel tank. Um, there's So you get into someone's car. If their car has stuff all over it, they have little boxes you grab and gather up all the stuff in the trunk of the customer's personal belongings, put it in the box, and when you're done, you just set the box in the back of the trunk. Gather up all the stuff in the back seat, 
um, put it in the box, and when you're done, you put the box back in. And so he had done this work, and he'd pulled the back seat and the trunk and stuff and done all this stuff. And he and he had a box, uh, kind of a it was not a big box, but it was quite a bit of stuff in there. And um, so he forgot to put it back in the car. Oops! And he called the customer and said, uh-uh. "Hey, I forgot to put your stuff back in there. You know, it was this." He goes, "Oh, it's no big deal. There's nothing important. You know, I'll just come get it, or the next time we bring something in. I think my we're bringing cars in this week. Just give it to whoever." And, you know, I think he sifted through it. There was nothing, there's no briefcases or anything in there, nothing super important. So he just did that. He just waited, put it up on his nearest toolbox and waited. And I'm, if I remember the story right, the next car that came in um, was his wife's Mercedes or his wife's Lexus or something. So he he sees a guy at work, he goes, oh, is that so-and-so's car? Yeah, he goes... He goes that so he knew he knew exactly what car it was. He pulled it up in the computer, same address, same people. So he just took the box and put it in the trunk, and then called the guy and said, "Hey, you know, I just put it in the back of your your Lex, your wife's Lexus." He goes, "Oh, that'll be fine. I'll get it later." So all of a sudden, I guess it was like maybe a month later, this guy he apparently he was a high roller. He was high up in the gaming industry. Okay, in town, and we <clears> didn't. We didn't know who he was because there were so many of them. You can't keep track of who's working where. Plus, they always jump ship and they're going from casino to casino. So if someone tells you the general manager someplace, you're like, yeah, this week. you know. But he was somebody important. He ended up being in the newspaper a month later getting divorced. Duh. And it was a big, big thing. And we're like, man, what is, you know, that's kind of weird. So the dude shows up again to get his car worked on long after this article in the newspaper came out. And we're like, you know, what happened? He goes, oh, yeah, well, it's, it's all for the best. I, I need her to get divorced anyway, but it's your fault. What? Yeah. Something was in the box? Yeah. Well, he said there wasn't anything important. Women's underwear that didn't belong to his oh. wife. Yeah. Yeah, I think he would have remembered that. I guess it was in the back seat. <laughs> oh, shit. Shit. So he took the the mechanic, just picked up everything in there, and you run into underwear. You're like, okay, underwear. There's ladies' underwear in the Ew. back seat. And he <laughs> put it in the box with all the other stuff and gave the box to his wife as instructed. Oh. The wife went through the box and found two pairs of women's underwear from the from the, her husband's car. She knew what the box was from. Because the because the mechanic said, said this yeah, is the from box. your husband's give car. Give this to your husband. Yeah, yeah, this is from your husband's car. Got I forgot it. to give it back. And she knew the underwear wasn't hers Ooh. and i guess i'm, I'm sure there was more to their marriage There's probably was, more clues and well, then was, that was probably the topper yeah I, I doubt had, anybody got divorced just on that one thing that no, one but issue but i'm sure she probably had some doubt somewhere there were some things or, that were happening there just other things were falling apart you know and it, but the guy was very clear he's like and the, and the, the guy couldn't remember <laughs> what was in his car. Never even paid attention. There was women's underwear in the backseat of his car. And that was going on, that guy didn't go collect his box by himself? Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> and you think women are dumb. Well, I can't. What, here's, here's the part that I wanted to question him on. Damn. It's like, if you're having sex with this chick in the backseat of your car, first of all, if you're a high roller, get a room. <laughs> You know, get a get a hotel room. That's one. If you <laughs> yeah, what are you doing in the back seat of your car? How old are you? So if he maybe he okay, he clearly could have got a hotel room, but he didn't. So and he's not to to not sound gross, but or too intimate details. 
he's not just moving clothing around to 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 have sex. He they took took it off. You would know it was in the car. You'd That's have to know. That's what I'm saying. You can't tell me you didn't see that in the back seat. And what about as the girl? Would you get out and not take your underwear? She was doing a leave behind. In the guy's car. Hey. And as she's laying on her back in the back seat, if she picks up last week's pair of underwear, <laughs> hey, these aren't these mine? How do you know they were hers? Maybe you had more than one. I'm just saying, there's there's so many questions that come up from this. We need to have that guy here. We need to interview. <laughs> we need to interview this guy and say, you know, 30 How years did ago, this work? How did you make this work? Exactly what happened here? Is it that, was it one girl or multiple <laughs> girls? You know what? I'm going to get him in studio. I'll let Why you ask him. Why didn't you take the questions. box? Why didn't you come pick up the box? We have questions. <laughs> KGXT wants to know. KGXT Radio wants to know. Investigative reporting at its finest. <laughs> 30 years later, unsolved mysteries. <laughs> That's well, what we want. It just, it, it, like I said, it created so much that I'm like, I don't oh get. Gosh. There's so many things that are going on here, and I don't get. There's a lot of questions. I would have turned to the guy and go, it wasn't our fault, you idiot schmuck. He wasn't, to be fair i'm gonna tell you this part i was around for he wasn't super mad he just said because it was out in the paper it was over the divorce was in process and he's like yeah he was kind of joking like yeah you know you guys caused all this and of course we didn't cause anything no. but he he realized that he could have easily come and just got the box but his one question was when he kind of was laughing at the mechanic because the mechanic did come up to apologize he goes you couldn't have told me there was underwear in the box. Yeah, that's bro code. He probably should have done that. You couldn't have said, hey, yeah. uh, Mr. Johnson here, I got your box full of stuff, and uh, you may want to come get it. There's two pairs of ladies' underwear in here. Couldn't have said so. Yeah, but that's like a little personal. Maybe the mechanic thought it was his wife's. Like, you still could have said something to the guy. You could have said, know. hey, perhaps these are your wife's. Cool. Perhaps <laughs> there's some other ones. Cool. Well, maybe they were his. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they were Mr. Johnson's. Exactly. <laughs> Holding in his Johnson. <laughs> yeah, never know. There's a lot of ins and outs and what have you well, right there. Either way, that's that's the story. I and, don't um, know. Didn't have to do with me, but I was. We I need was, to find that man. We really need to find. I have questions. I'm going to say he's dead because he was probably 50, Damn. 55 or so back then, and it's been 30 years. That so. would be a great story <laughs> because at, if he was still alive, he would be talking now. Oh, yeah, he would. And you can, I, but, but what if he says something like, oh, yeah, every chick I was banging in the backseat, I made him leave their underwear, sort of like a trophy. <laughs> I used to collect them or Congratulations. something. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go, Mr. Johnson. There you go. Well, I don't know. That's there's your that's there's an your, interesting story. That's not really a mechanic story per se, but that's it's close. just a person story. But well, it, there's it, some weird. I don't know. Mechanics. Some, I'm telling you, mechanics in general. And that's another note that men do not clean out their car. Yeah, not yeah, not not the way. Not when we're older. When we're younger, we all did. But when you're older, you kind of go. Eh. But when you're younger, you scrub it clean. Well, you you scrub it clean. No evidence. We use you're bleach. Tr you're trying to get a date on Friday night. You clean that car. It is razor sharp. Uh, yeah. Note to self: the truck is not clean right now. I'm not trying to get laid in the back seat of my truck. <laughs> it's got chicken scratch on it now from your chicks that I got to go clean out of the back seat. What's wrong with that? 
You'd have chicken scratch. You pass that off as a girl clawing her nails down there, grabbing you... hold of the back seat. But no, you're going with the chicken story. Okay, there is so much chicken scratch on that one seat. Whose you... fault is that? That's your fault. Yours, because you no, had too you many chickens. Put it on. No, but the point I'm trying to make is that if you, if you, you can't. Why can't I just have that there? Because then you or some other woman would have chicken scratch stuck to their ass and their back. And would you let you let me brush You're that off for you? Just waiting for me to go buy the car wash because you know every time I take the truck, I go through the car wash, and I'm the one that uses the vacuum. You're just waiting for me to drive off with the truck to go do that, or for you to tell me it's not a big deal for a girl to have chicken scratch on her ass that that you'd overlook that. No, there'd be no girl that ever says that. Well, there's you, no girl that would say I want chicken scratch on my ass. Well, not on. I'm not throwing it on there but i mean if you if you're going to tell me that you're getting hot and heavy you're going to jump in the back seat and there's some just some chicken scratch land there you're going to be like oh sorry it's over there's oh chicken- yeah right now yeah what oh yeah i want a clean car i don't want other women's underwear <laughs> in the car okay all right well i didn't know there were so many rules and conditions i'll get right on though i'm the queen i get what i want you better make me a list because there's a lot of wherefores and what have you i didn't know there was all these rules don't worry i'll clean the truck yeah all right no problem can we be done now uh how long do you think we've been on you're gonna be way off uh hour five hour 15 we went way over all right well well, what? <laughs> You're just staring at me. <laughs> All right. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodbye, everyone. It was nice hanging out with you, and I apologize for the late podcast. Damn chickens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's out. I'm here. I got to say goodbye. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for wasting an hour and 15 minutes of your day. If you had an hour and 15 minutes of your day to waste, I'm certainly glad you chose to waste it with Gen X Talks. What better thing you can have to do? Yeah. You should tell people they should waste time with us, too. Pass it along. Misery loves company. Wherever you're listening from around the world, AM, FM, Sirius, XM, or perhaps along the Armed Service Radio Network, remember two things. Wherever you go, there you are. And I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Love.